0: On the road, it's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers, waving guns, and these fights, candle flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great, at bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle lights doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order
1: marathon. Rick's been here before, Weird. twice before. Once twice, with, yeah, twice.
0: twice. Once with Kira. You almost stabbed Kira. I stabbed her. That's, that's the motion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
0: almost made love to her. <laughs> I almost begged her. <laughs> I did beg her.
2: Yeah. That Kira, Kira Sultanovich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she is cute. gorgeous. Yes, yeah, she's
1: funny that's too. Funny as hell. Oh, yeah. I just did her pot, new podcast. It's great. Oh. Uh, she has uh, comedians who are parents on, and me being a new parent I was on,
0: and broke down and cried. <laughs> i don't ever oh, really? win on that podcast yeah,
1: I do. <laughs> yeah yeah i know a lot of people yeah. who don't <laughs> they
0: find out if you have kids and they make you do the podcast
2: <laughs> <laughs> you have to do paternity tests to do that podcast yeah yeah
1: thanks for so, tuning into the Ro- oh i cut you off but thanks for tuning in the road stories podcast everybody i am your host murray valeriano do coming to you from my studio is finally up and running almost gorgeous oh thank you um we got some makeshift soundproofing in here uh this is a good use for luggage when you're not on the road yeah (laughs) taking time waits,
0: son And the carpet's on the wall. Oh, good call.
2: Suitcases holding the sound. This is like the modern equivalent of the van in the 70s with the shag carpeting on the walls and the (laughs) the black light posters. I just
1: need like a a pot of gold, you know, with a marijuana leaf uh, sign on there. And and a couple
0: of tube tops (laughs) Ass people in
1: Ass grass or gas. Nobody rides for free bumper (laughs) stifter. If this van's
0: rocking. No, you you need tube tops. Tube top Tammy, the video princess. (laughs) Flipper hitting style.
1: We got surfboard covers, blankets. How many surfboards do you have?
0: Uh uh one, two, three, four five. Five surfboards. Oh yours? Mm-hmm. Really, gonna have one? <laughs> yeah.
1: You can that's borrow how I one. My,
0: that's how I get swag.
1: You can borrow one. Swag. The Road
0: Stories surfboard. That's what
1: we should put together. You should. Yeah, yeah
2: that's, that's a good piece of per, piece. Well, of there work.
1: goes all that big podcast money I'm
0: making. The we
2: big blow it, podcast
1: bucks. The... <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Who's joining us today again for the third the hat trick? Oh, are we
0: doing a podcast before three o'clock? Yeah. Is, what are you doing? Go to later? hell. <laughs> my head's not awake yet. <laughs> you probably. I got you some
1: caffeine there. You can wake up raspberry caffeine. Rasp- I think it's blackberry actually. It's blackberry. Rick Shapiro joins us for the third time on the podcast, doing the hat trick. Yeah, thanks for coming.
0: I'm doing good. It's been a long time since I've seen you. I know. I, I know. Long. Last time I saw you was at a reading. Actually, people were reading their poems and prose and all that. Reading
1: stories. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Was, yes. Was, you invited me down. I, to I miss
0: that, Is that stuff.
2: Vlad. Yeah. Greatest uh, name ever for a store. Well but tell us. Vlad the retailer. That's great. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And they do they do uh, performance. In there too. And
0: cool. co- comics would be like you still doing Vlads? You still doing Vlads? Like, what are you doing it for? No shiny objects. <laughs> Wait. But anyway. Yeah, so I'm glad no to be more, back. No here.
1: more Vladson. I haven't, right? You're not doing it. At no,
0: no, no, no. Not only do it if it home. pays the big bucks, like huge amounts of money. Huge <laughs> for poetry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> huge <laughs> and big names. Have you read Rick's book? I have not. I have not read Rick's book. It's fantastic. Book. Give us the title it's of the fantastic. book, Rick. I get no percentage. Oh, is this is unsolicited. Okay. That's okay.
2: Nice. It's fucking great. I always tell people, I go, if you read this book, it's like Charles Bukowski. If Charles Bukowski could get it together enough to do stand up, some point in his life, right, right. This, this is the book he would have done.
0: So, somebody laughs because he goes, "I said I always got bored with you Kowski and he goes,
2: "Oh, that's great."
0: Your life was so weird, Bukowski bores you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when does this shit get interesting? Yeah. Says Rick. Joining us on Mike 2, uh, first time. I'm, I'm glad to have you on. I've been trying to get you on for a while. Uh, you, yeah, just Provenza. fresh off of Edinburgh,
2: Edinburgh right? Didn't yeah, you just get came back? back from the Edinburgh Fringe.
0: Awesome.
1: Uh, uh, Paul Provenza joins us, uh, the legend himself. Okay.
0: One of the most exciting guys in comedy. Yeah. sure. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm a legend Passionate. like a hobbit. <laughs> Passionate. <laughs>
1: And also produces what has been called, on this very show, by one Rick Overton, the f- best show to do. The best show Rick has ever done.
2: And a uh, set
1: list show is what yeah. you produce with Troy Conrad. Am yes, I right?
2: and I can talk about setlist in the similar glowing terms without any uh, um, uh, humility because the concept was created by Troy Conrad. Mm-hmm. And I was just lucky enough that Troy trusted myself and Barbara Roman, my producing partner, sure. to uh, partner on this show and take it around the world. It really is magnificent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. every game, yeah, I it's said it's to true. Troy, I said, Troy, after I did it, he called me like the third or fourth time that he had it up on its feet. And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, I'm doing this show. It's, it's, I think you'll really dig it. I go, well, what, what is it? He goes, I create a set list. And then I give it to you on stage, and you create the set that goes along with it. And I said, that's the worst idea I've (laughs) ever heard in my life. I'll be there. And um, I showed up and just, it, it was revelatory and, yeah. and all across the board. And I went backstage as soon as finishing my set list. I went backstage and said, Troy, this has got to go around the world. Mm-hmm. Every comic on earth has got to do this. Yeah. And so the first thing we did with it was take it to the Edinburgh Fringe a couple of years ago. And uh it was proof of concept immediately. The Brit comics went nuts over it. Right. They loved it. And you know, at Edinburgh, you get... Twenty-eight shows in a row, basically. I think yeah. a day off some point. Some point in the like middle. Thirty shows. You know, like twenty-eight, thirty shows mm-hmm. in a row. Um, I developed the green room, which is the show I did on yeah. showtime sure. at Edinburgh. And okay. Set- which this is this-
0: great because you were just carrying a couch downstairs into a little yes. room, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "What's he doing?" Down
2: <laughs> like down like uh, old castle steps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Trying
0: to squeeze it into but, a doorway
2: yeah, like Igor-sized <laughs> doorways, and yeah, uh, it was insane. But but um, uh, I developed that. Look what turned least. into. It. So yeah. I took. Exactly is there to develop uh-huh. because over 28 shows in a row it's just like immediate feedback and then you can make a change the next night and it's sure. immediate feedback and make a change the next night and the show went through a lot of transitions mm-hmm. and a lot of transformations to become what it is now which is, a, which is a, it, it, as pure and simple as it can be that's great that's great Troy I've talked to Troy about doing it we just haven't been able to put it together yet but oh, I'm looking
0: yeah. forward to doing yeah. it man I it's, love sounds it's great. just like it's yeah, every room it's in it has a flavor to the show it's, Yeah, It's it a flavor I like. I did a little basement room.
2: Those are the best rooms. Yeah, it's so cool. The, the little underground rooms that feel like, like you're not in the states. It feels subversive. It feels yeah. like, like you're sort of huddling, you know, away from the authorities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are the best rooms. That's why I came up. I think. Did you come up at the Improv in New York back in the day? Uh, yeah. That was that kind of room, just a little little brick hole in the wall. What year are we looking at here? Well, I came up in the late 70s. Okay. (laughs) I think Rick came up a little later than I did. Late 80s.
1: Oh, by the way, if you're hearing any drilling, that's... uh, That's me and Rick. We're very close. (laughs) Yeah, very very, very, uh, close. They were supposed to be done today, but they're not. But I'll save that.
2: I'm torquing Paul up right now. (laughs) (laughs) So late 70s improv. Yeah, just a little brick hole in the Mm. wall. The kind of place where you, like, you know, if the signage were different, uh, uh, you you know you could see miles davis in that kind of a room right just, right and and the crowd just shoulder to shoulder it's the they had the smallest cocktail tables i've ever seen in my life they were about like 11 yeah. inches by 11 inches so everybody was literally shoulder to shoulder in the whole room and man it just the laughter would just be like wildfire it was yeah, so yeah. electric and the one that that i think has that vibe now is the comedy cellar uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's the closest thing to that kind of a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's left.
1: When did you move out here? Because you uh, six, ago. Years ago. Uh, six years ago. Oh,
0: six years it has been that six long already. Years ago. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, six years ago. A couple of car accidents. <laughs> yeah, an o- OD and a heart attack.
2: <laughs> yeah. What, what was that? A what?
0: An a- OD and a heart attack.
2: Oh, I didn't know about the. But it,
0: it was prescribed. It was. It was just they over-prescribed the drug, and I went off it. Uh huh. And I I OD'd by going off it. So then I, I said, I got to lie down. And then I had a heart attack, and he said, we got to take him off everything r- r- right now. Sure. Because I, I was, they prescribed Adderall, but I was using it like an antidepressant. It felt so good. Mm-hmm. But he prescribed this guy with a poodle on his lap, but, you know, I
2: ignored all the, the Seinfeld signs.
1: <laughs>
0: you wait know, a second, <laughs> wait a
2: second. The doctor who prescribed Adderall to you did so with his poodle on his lap? He had a little dog on his lap.
0: <laughs> and he'd end every f- f- 15 minutes his edge by saying, uh, I want a salad. <laughs> and and I, Sounds I, like a weird Bond villain. Yeah, I was
1: going to say. Yeah, cut.
0: yeah and, and I was like, oh, oh this will be good. He'll, he'll, he doesn't even hear a word I say. I need a Adderall. I want a salad. Uh, okay, what, what did you want?
2: <laughs> yeah. Did he prescribe an Adderall salad?
0: Yeah. <laughs> with bacon bits? It goes good with Adderall Adderall omelet, ooh, even better with a side of Adderall <laughs> and' some adderall, adderall sauce with that. shit that 's where my now my head's spinning that 's great. <laughs> adderall sauce i 'm doing a show called Adderall list <laughs> set Adderall. The green, the Adderall room.
2: <laughs> oh fuck
0: it. it. <laughs> Rick's tour
2: is going to be sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah,
0: yeah, but, but nothing compares to an Adderall OD. I mean, I just realized now. Now, now, I'm like, everything's boring compared to that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, Settlers is the best show I've ever seen, which is true. I love Settlers but but really deep down, I'm like Adderall, Adderall. <laughs> one, one, one guy mentioned Adderall on stage, and you could hear the jungle in my head go. They just click quiet. All the guns got quiet.
1: (laughs) Adderall. There must have been as well, when you're coming up, speaking of Adderall and drugs. But I've been writing, too, and jokes. Oh, no, no, I've been very productive. Yeah, I've seen it. It's been good. Have you been getting on stage much lately?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah? I finally passed at this store. (laughs) I've got my name on the wall.
2: Get out of here. Yeah. How many years later did you pass at the store?
0: Well, I actually passed when I had a TV show out here nine, ten ye- years ago but I didn't know what it meant I didn't know what anything meant Sure, I was right, right, right off the show I didn't know
2: it nobody explained you know what? anything to you me were, you were more right because none of it meant anything right yeah, it I didn't know, mean shit
0: that, that's what Tracy gets mad at me about because I'm like so what <laughs> let's see how many spots I get <laughs> you, you know but, but uh, I passed and then I didn't show up for spots or something I had a habit of not showing up i'm like i'll show up tomorrow they, they, they'll understand sure and then i met Tr- 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 tracy and she's like what are you doing with your life i know they, they understand all <laughs> yeah. yeah adderall adderall click uh tracy is your wife slash manager am i correct my wife and now we're looking for management because it's too entangled Right. She won't let me do the road, only if it's across the street.
1: <laughs> By the way, Tracy is here, and she's saying bullshit, bullshit, bullshit.
0: I, I, I bring her name up like the little w- wussy I am. <laughs> no, that's,
2: a, that's an interesting thing, though. I mean, a, a lot of people you know, would think that a lot of young comics or comics who are married mm-hmm. would think that it would be a great thing for your wife to be your manager. But that's really fraught with a lot of issues, isn't it? Well, she has a well... Uh... No, she's because she was
0: big, big business in New New, New York. She did all these events, like the Times Square event. So she knows how to stay geared. Sure. She's she's not like, I want to try and tripping over her feet. Although you and I know her belligerent side. (laughs) I know nothing of what you.
1: If this keeps going, I have
0: to give Tracy a mic to defend herself. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) I feel like (laughs) Tracy doesn't need a mic. (laughs) I feel very.
0: uh, It's mostly me saying whatever's being done isn't enough. (laughs) I got to straighten out my life. I just OD. Did I tell you guys about that? Did you OD? (laughs) <laughs> it's Murray
2: Murray's back can we talk about can we talk about your um, the art swat- work. Recent, uh medical diagnosis because oh, I for yeah. one I have not seen you in quite a while and it's fantastic to see you back in such great form thanks um Rick will be co-starring with Michael J. Fox on his new series. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: he'll turn into a series. I'll turn into a series of mishaps. Uh, I could work with Overton with that joke. Series of mishaps, Uh, or with Troy. Troy, Series of mishaps. I've got a new series out. A lot of misshapen, but not in a pen. So we call them mishaps. I'm doing set list. <laughs> Apparently, I'm doing yeah. a bad set list. <laughs> uh, it's it's great that show to watch. To watch the guys go up with a vulnerable face. The, the comics all go up unsure. Instead of like, hey, you yeah. go up like,
2: okay. You yeah. can see oh, him really? think. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting because you know we have a web series on the Nerdist channel. Sure, sure. YouTube.com/slash/Nerdist. You go down to the setlist playlist, uh, and one of the episodes is Robin Williams, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to watch Robin Williams because you get to see Robin Williams with only ninety-eight percent confidence right. behind his <laughs> eyes, and it's wow. immediately recognizable wow. to all other comics. I think. Yeah. You know, That's you see cool. him just really not quite 100% sure what he's doing, and it's beautiful. That's I, good. That's well, that, how he used to
0: sweat when I saw him early on on TV, black and white. <laughs> he was running through the audience, black, you sweating, the quoting Shakespeare. <laughs> No, you know one of those closet tapes.
2: Oh, really? Is that what they oh, call like them? Like a, um, I don't um, think so. Basement tapes. Yeah, basement yeah, tapes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like from the back, of the Clos- lock-off camera tape. at the back of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> now, does anybody? This is anybody ever show up to set list and do a set? You know what I'm saying like no, let's, let's you know it's let's really, say that the topic comes up but then it's like wait they 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 have that they they
2: have that No arsenal. it's it's really interesting that happens very very rarely uh-huh. and when it does the comic usually ends up apologizing for it Oh and, really and fessing up In fact we did a TV series in the UK Sure and John Dor, who's amazing as John Doar's list, great yeah yeah um uh he did a bit that was kind of sort of a bit it was mm-hmm. like a bit that he had been working on but he wasn't really doing but he kind of had it in his back pocket Yeah and um, in the post-show footage with him, he admits to it. He goes, I feel really bad, man. I cheated. I cheated. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's cool. Good. Bring out the conscience of a comic, man. That's
0: I
2: know, right? It's an amazing show. That's and awesome. That's cool.
0: Bring out the conscience of the comic. Not a lot of them have them, so. <laughs> so. So, jumping around. Sure. So, the way I describe it is, when I was diagnosed with, they said I had Parkinson's. But they said it's a di- the different kind. It's not the old lady shaking, smoking a Benson and Hedges, drinking shots of scotch. we're worried about her son Scotty and rehab. Like I hope he doesn't get molested. <laughs> it's, they said you have environmental m- m- Parkinson's, and I said what's that? They go that's from too many car crashes, fist fights, and concussions. I said oh, you mean heroin. <laughs> but uh, I always got to go there. But but um. Yeah, I, I don't know how to talk about it. Last night was actually one of the fir, fir, fir first nights around four in the morning. I actually started to write about it. Uh-huh. And because, it, it, I hate to say it, but it has a sad tone. I never, I usually have bluster. <laughs> I, I never well, called yeah. it that but well, before. Well,
2: maybe it's, uh, it's good to yeah. try a different uh, sort of energy or attitude on Yeah, that. yeah,
0: yeah, it, it is good. Because uh, I left it alone and just wrote what was... Coming out. But then I write a guy with boxing gloves knocks me down, and it's pa- pa- Parkinson's, and it's me with Parkinson's. But now I'm writing flippity flop cop, a cop with pa- pa- Parkinson's, who's more precise because he has the, the 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 shakes. Yeah, like he tells criminals, "How close are you?" taking a real chance
1: because <laughs>
0: because I'm shaking but, but I, I I know the target in between <laughs> and, and, and um, so so I'm having fun with it yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: but, but know, Rick,
1: like, I've always felt shape, man your you're, uh, faculties are together you yeah you're just I've always thanks. felt you needed a yeah. hook yeah yeah
0: yeah I know but I didn't know when it would go through my lips and my tongue no like come on man like you don't give a quarterback a bank robber or a comedian, Parkinson's. They need their precision. They, 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 Give it to a dentist. Let him make his mistakes on other people's teeth. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, why are you wasting my time? Why are you wasting my time with a headache? I get a headache. Uh, I, I oh, All of a sudden, I got fatigue. Uh, all of a sudden, I need Tracy to tell me I'm fine. And then I can go outside and go, oh, I'm fine if I go outside. You, you know, it, it, it's right, right now. It's it's a like half half a joke. You know, it doesn't. You don't want it. You, you don't want it. But but at first, I was like, I, I don't have it. When I started to write about it, I called it per, per, Perky Stones because I couldn't use the the. the I, I'm stuttering. I couldn't use the word Parkinson. I, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't have it. I don't have it. Sure, In denial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I I, I don't have it. And then not, now there are times I'm walking around the house going, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What was I doing Wear my
2: sneakers? I do that. <laughs> yeah, everybody does, right? I know. That's not the parking Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stress. That's, It's stress. It's just stress. That's, that's being our, our age. Yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. that is, my that, friend. That, I hate that, to break that to you. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to
0: believe that one e- either because then I'll, I'll just do one, two, three, four, five, six, counting my new light bulbs on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Counting track lighting. Well, counting the chores you haven't done yet. That's OCD also. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. You have that's that? my
2: you don't th- do
1: I do it a little bit. I'll oh, find I my. Do little- it a lot. Oh really?
2: Yeah. Wait, what? Counting and recounting? Just, just like obsessing on on certain things. it's it's, it's not like life debilitating, but I've been recognizing it more and more so a dishwasher oh my god stacking a dishwasher ocd hell oh really cd nightmare i wow. could spend 20 minutes getting it just right <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> my <laughs> wife would love you <laughs> it's, No, seriously it's bad it's like it's really the thing is it's it, it, i obsess with that stuff uh-huh. and it's always minutiae it's yeah. never anything of any value yeah. in, in the real world uh, yeah i, I think i a have s- a
1: slight foot because i noticed it really bad when i when i've been put like, my listeners know i was a stay-at-home dad up in canada for the last five weeks and so pushing my kid down the sidewalk i noticed that if i stepped over a crack with
2: my left foot twice i had to do it with my right foot the next two times yeah that's that's okay. yeah that was but that was a big thing in my childhood and that oh, should have really? been a big tip-off but when i was a kid none of this it was even... Sure. There, there were no diagnoses of this. Um, um, but yeah, if, f- as a kid, it was always counting things and and i'd be lying in bed uh, i remember i had a bedroom at one point that was in uh, kind of a it had originally been a, a, a like a screened in porch or something knotty uh-huh. pine italian
0: stucco. Knotty <laughs>
2: pine next best pine. thing right yeah like finished <laughs> basement kind of stuff Nerd. and um i would just sit there all night and count knot holes and count you know lines going in which direction and all that sort of stuff it, it, my whole life i'd been doing weird stuff wow like and then did that to, feel weird
0: was it like out of fear
2: well I, no i didn't know there was anything weird about it it was just me and no, nobody ever talked about it there was uh, no nobody, right. nobody ever diagnosed me i just recently because i'm i am currently zolofted out of my skull oh really yeah, yeah. and um, try it on a salad
1: i don't yeah. <laughs> at <Adderall. laughs> um like um, hey, cajun <laughs> i um
2: uh only recently because of you know that sort of stuff mm-hmm. uh, was given the test for all of that stuff you know, OCD ADD ADHD mm-hmm. ADHD DAH, I don't know what the hell it is sure. <laughs> um uh, and um off the charts oh yeah off the charts yeah Wow. But I you know nobody ever diagnosed us in the 60s but that's amazing because you've gotten so much done so has- yeah yeah, I, yeah you know that's incredible because I do sit back and I, I do have that realization I sit back and I go Man, it's not like I'm not productive. It's not yeah, like yeah. I'm not I'm not working my ass off. I guess i done, but it does make me sit back and go, "How much easier would my life be to be this productive and not be dealing with all this other nonsense?" Now, yeah,
1: is it yeah. is it does uh, it just go to that? I mean, is OCD just about minutia, or can it be? You know, that, know how like like dress is only yeah, right. words you're not supposed to say. Yeah. Productive. Uh, could o- is OCD only about minutiae or can it be towards productive stuff?
2: That's what I ask myself every day. That's a bit huh. of an existential question. Like, how much is this oh. contributing to my actually being productive? Sure. How much is it contributing to my creative processes in what way? I right. have no clue. Hmm. Really, no way that's to funny. figure it out. Um, I mean, you, you, you would think
0: you would know. You, you, you would think, like with your aristocrats and running to different shows, producing different shows, you would say this is definitely. The good part of my o- OCD. Or yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, it's just not
2: that clear. I, I just can't tell. I can't tell yeah. if the OCD has made it a, a longer, harder process to be creative. Yeah, or if it's yeah, enhanced it. I have yeah, no clue. Yeah.
1: Well, you're definitely not just spending your time counting knots because you're very very busy <laughs> doing yeah a lot but of there,
2: stuff. there is a lot of I mean I spent many years wheel spinning what really mm-hmm. changed it for me was partnering with Barbara Roman as I said my uh-huh. producing nice partner. Woman, by the way I've met her a few yeah, times she's yes. yeah she's fantastic and she's incredibly professional and incredibly yeah. get it done kind Kinda of person kind of keeps you centered and and, and and yeah and and so you know having her as a force our mm-hmm. partnership is really really healthy in that regard that we're we're where all my shit falls through the cracks mm-hmm. that's you know it tends to be the stuff that's very easy for her to deal with you know so so that's helped quite a bit oh, that's great but um, I spent a lot of years just spinning my wheels and banging my head against walls right and left sure yeah I Trace
0: bet. who's like that for me she turned my writings I, mean, I, I would keep, I would write for three hours a day fight with her once a week move, move, move out once a week leave my writings at the house and the next thing I know she turned it into a book nice we found a guy uh, who said he'd like to turn it into a book and he spoke to her and she just pro- did the proof reading but, but we skipped one part there's one part in the book where we left it all to to him and I said some some ne- Somnambulance?
2: Somnambulance. No,
0: no, 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 no. He turned it into so ambulant. I oh. said, anybody knows that's not a word. So <laughs> ambulant isn't a word. Well, what do you, you publish books and you put so ambulant in and there's other words like that? He goes, no, I just thought some of the mistakes were how your mind works. So I left it. I said, it's a beautiful poem about how she walked. I said, so ambulant. Uh, her somnambulance was beautiful or something like that or And he wrote, she walked so
2: ambulant you know, That could catch on Yeah, yeah,
0: why not Yeah, 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 that's,
2: that's actually Selfie his just, defense Selfie just <laughs> made it in the dictionary maybe that You know, actually, um, uh, I'm reading a book right now uh, Very, I think you'd really like it But I don't yeah. know if you could focus on it long enough to really First of all, it's about yay thick, it's a huge book It's called Holy Bible. W-H-O-L-L-Y-V-I-A-B-L-E by a British comic named Phil K, yeah. And it has a lot of that kind of stream of consciousness huh. where he, be- he begins to play with his own words in the middle of a sentence. Oh, that's And beautiful. reiterate different, you know, di- I, I mean, uh, create different iterations of the same kinds of sounds into new words in the middle of a sentence, in the middle of paragraphs that do make sense, but you got to just get on that thought train. Yeah, yeah, right. 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 And, you know, it was, it was him trying to express the way his mind works uh, and it is a difficult read in the wow. way that Ulysses is a difficult yeah. read you know uh, but really interesting yeah I love put, that how do you put that down and then go back to it is it just uh, I don't know I'll let you know okay it's, it's, I, uh, I bet you don't he, go
0: back to it I bet I bet you don't no I do I
2: go back uh, to it all the time no 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 I, I mean I just him, started him, reading it a few weeks ago him when, when oh, he
0: when he when he, when he, when he, well, he wanted me to reread what I wrote and I was like, I don't need to. I tell
2: you, I think, this, I think Phil Kay probably did because it's so, like when you, when you get to the end of a thought, you realize what that thought was mm-hmm. or in the way that didn't make any sense. Really? And it kind of, I think it feels to me like very, very crafted. That's yeah, great. That's awesome. It's like
0: Nikos Gonzagas wrote, I have an insatiable appetite for specifics. That's what now called that's what now is called o c d you know and when when I read that that okayed something in my mind like i would I would always write de- de- detail, or I'd see someone walking down the street and r- r- write about. It and be like, what am I doing? I can't stop. It doesn't. I don't even use it on look. At it. But it's, and then I said, no, I have an insatiable appetite for specifics because you don't get an English te- te- teacher in ha- 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 and I'm stuttering. I'm so mad. You don't get a goddamn <laughs> English teacher in high school. Say, try to have an insatiable appetite for specific specifics. Right. Instead, they say, uh, don't be redundant. You know, which yeah. actually helps, but now I'm finding redundancy in co- co- comedy helps like crazy because the audience is. I, I I'm curious if the audience they went through a smarter phase because because it was revealed. You know, their homes were st- stolen. Their mm-hmm. father's home was stolen. They revealed who, who how it was done. So the, I walked in when I realized the audience was angrier than the co- 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 comedian. Right. And all the angry comedians were were talking about their jackets. You know, like <laughs> this jacket is bullshit. I know. <laughs> you, you know, but but the audience were like, "Come on, g- give us some more shit." Yeah, yeah. And I'm lo- losing the the, the the point. So uh, are we? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh what was it? insatiable appetite? So for specific specifics? more
1: a more, oh, yeah, deep, oh, yeah, a more yeah, deeper
0: yeah. set. If you repeat over and over and over one word mm-hmm. on stage you kill yeah well, because a, you stand there like i, I hate ha- house hunters i say ha- ha- house hunters and they, they don't care i go house hunters and i don't care i go fucking house hunters fucking house house hunters house and then i go into do it and they're right there with oh yeah i get angry at that shit too
2: mm-hmm. that, that's a literary device yeah you know, and that that thing about what's it uh, called? Uh, I don't know. alliteration. But that, that <laughs> thing. No, it's not quite that. But a literary thing, device. Seeking house hunters. Yeah, uh, it it's called that. repetition. Um, <laughs> but that that thing about uh, appetite for specifics. I think comedians do that a lot yeah. because you try and you know when you're telling a story or you're setting up a joke, you you, you re, you're really trying to paint as as clear a picture as you can in as few words as possible. Sure. Really, you know, and I think those specifics. Are exactly what does that so yeah yeah that's that's a good thing
1: specifics the, 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 are very important the good comedy.
0: comedians know, know that the other ones are so conversational they use extra words my wife my wife we my wife and yeah, i yeah. we you know i, I heard a guy say, like my, my my wife my wife we mm-hmm. i already know you and your wife is a we sure sure My wife and I, my wife and i we went down the street with our kid our boy our son you know, he's a good kid. He's a good son. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like, all right, we get it. So, I, but I know what you're saying about about being concise. Yeah, yeah that's, that's concise. a
2: stylistic thing too. A lot of people will will loosen up their language in in a move towards being more conversational and being less presentational. But really, you can do that with much, much greater craft and skill. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean. Speaking it of, he's really annoying. You see a lot of chaff and a lot of comedians uh, yeah. lately that comes from comes from a lot of the um, uh, sort of more informal kinds of expressions of comedy that are getting more and more popular. So it's not a oh, bad yeah? thing per se. Yeah, yeah. But it's horrible. Well, but it's it's not a bad thing that it that it exists. But it's interesting to see who develops. From that place to a place of achieving the same goal of personal and conversational, but with the craft and everything. I mean, look at Carlin for crying out
0: loud. No, no, mouth. no. But, sure, but sure. you're talking about guys. You're talking. It works when there's viscera. You're yeah. talking about people trying to be. I'm talking about people trying to be liked or try or thinking comedy is. Yeah, that's what I, uh, relating versus relating. I, I, I know they, exactly you know, that's
2: what I'm saying. Is they they they, they think the, that a lack of craft and technique makes it less presentational right more right, right. more uh-huh. casual more intimate whatever but right. the truth is that it takes more craft and skill right to, to do that well
0: yeah it's beauty i mean it's it's, it's a beauty yeah it's, yeah
1: yeah, I always I always uh, hearken it to uh, punk versus progressive rock. You know, okay, just, yeah, 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 Just because punk is good, and it doesn't mean they're better musicians than the progressive rock. Right? You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So. It's
2: a, it becomes a stylistic choice, yeah, a taste yeah. choice, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see a lot, but of that, some, uh, you, in town. You, you can see a lot of comedians go through it in a transitional mm-hmm. phase. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I forget about the process. I'm like, my process wasn't like that. Why is, does his get to be like you're, that? You are <laughs> never not in your process. Can I? I want to blow a little smoke up your ass right now. So should we go in the other room? No. Um, (laughs) um, uh, I I just talked about you on uh, another podcast. Uh, What I love about Rick's work Mm -hmm. is Rick is the most jazz-like comedian that I'm aware of. I will agree with him. And, And when people talk about Rick's work, I always say it's really important not to talk about a particular performance because just like if you went to see miles davis one night you know it may not be the definitive recording you can't judge miles davis Mm -hmm. on any given performance it's a body of work Mm -hmm. that that represents rick and and his body of work is amazing actually but Every performance you do, I always see. Whenever I see a performance of yours, I always see it as a point in a process. Yeah, I don't know where that process is going. I'm hooked on that. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful, and and people to really appreciate how how. A brilliant! I think Rick is. You really need to watch Rick a lot. You need to go every. You now can watch and just one, one set another. and you see you're a
1: lot of Rick. What are you doing? An hour, hour and a half? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen you do I've seen, you do. I've seen you do
0: an hour forty five easy. I, I, I started doing three and a half hour shows for nine years. Wow. Without material. Well, I had, I had a few minutes of material because I was at the clubs for a couple of years. But a guy offered me a room, and he said, come downtown, I'll give you as long as you want. He didn't know I would go three and a half hours.
2: <laughs> <Clearly> <laughs> he really had no idea what he was dealing
0: with. Adderall. <laughs> I, I, never, I never heard of bo- bo- bombing. No, no, I, I was just off drugs, and I was I was in AA and everything. And uh, I, never knew, I never knew what bo- bo- bombing was. Uh-huh. I, I thought the helicopter could drop for ten, mi- 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 ten, ten, 10 minutes, and then you could bring it up. Sure. All of a sudden, 10 minutes later, you're destroying with a huge punch, like, because, because yeah. you, you really worked it It happens And my, my, my friend used to come to me He goes i love to watch you bomb I'm like I'm, I'm not bombing He goes No because you always The helicopter's blades Come back up the mountain Right You can see it coming up again You get that lift That's yeah. a good analogy That's for sure you, you fucking find it You find You find caverns In your own brain It's, it's crazy And I miss it You know It's like yeah. Eating jelly beans out here And you miss The, uh, the Tari hash you <laughs> know, you're eating jelly beans, but you want tari hash or the chewy Peruvian coke.
1: What an interesting Easter you must it's have had as a child. <laughs>
0: it's a different kind of sweet tooth. Yeah we're talking about uh <laughs> a different kind of thing too.
1: we're talking about construction of joke and freeform and you did that uh, amazing aristocrats documentary right. um i'm gonna say for those of uh, listeners who don't know which i'm sure there's not any uh tell us about that joke the aristocrats if you don't mind uh
2: well the aristocrats is a joke that's been around forever uh, uh although some people can't believe it and say that it's all a hoax it's definitely not a hoax but we oh, actually, they said
1: it was a ho, they said it yeah, was... Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, there was this, this theory that went around the internet that it was all a ho. A lot of that theory came from the fact that Penn is the kind of magician that he is. Sure, sure. Uh, and uh, that sent people down this theory that, you know, this joke never really existed. And the okay. whole, this whole premise is is a con. And uh, our response to that simply was, we're not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had thought of something like that now that you bring it up, right, but right. no. Um, We tracked it down actually by firsthand experience to about the middle of the 19th century because Jay Marshall, who's the uh, the older gentleman since passed away Mm -hmm. in the movie who tells the first very short little telling of the joke. He told us that when he was in vaudeville, Mm -hmm. he was in his 90s when we shot the movie. uh, When he was in vaudeville, he heard it from he was a kid Mm -hmm. and he heard it from like an old stagehand or something. Who had heard it when he was a kid, which took it to about the middle of the nineteenth century. Um, but the joke has been handed down; it's been around forever. It went in and out of favor. I came up in the seventies, mm-hmm. which was a time of a lot of transgressive comedy, a lot of subversive yeah. comedy. You know, I was steeped in in Richard Pryor breaking out and crossing sure. over um, George Carlin's transition. Mm-hmm. National Lampoon, uh-huh. uh, Derek and Clive was going around on the bootleg, you know, tape uh, circuit there. Um, Uh, You know, you had a lot of post-60s counterculture subversive comedy that was really, really what I was steeped in. Uh, And at that time, I remember sitting around. Rick Overton is the person who told it to me first. Oh, really? Yeah, in the the mid to late 70s, when Uh I just started hanging around comedy, it came up. So the joke had a bit of a... Uh, a a heyday in the 70s because Mm -hmm. of that atmosphere and then it kind of faded away and just kind of people heard it people didn't hear it not every comedian knew it whatever but it actually had had been kept alive in the music world because musicians love this joke too. Oh, really? Yeah, as never As a heard matter that. of fact, some of the most insightful responses to the aristocrats that I've heard came from musicians huh. who, who totally get it. You know? okay. But um, the premise is very simple. It's a, it's a joke that has the same setup and the same punchline. Uh, it has a setup and a punchline, both very easy. The punchline is the aristocrats. Mm-hmm. It's so meaningless a punchline that we titled the movie, gave it away right, right out of the get-go, because <laughs> we didn't want people to think that the punchline should matter. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, it does, but so the point is that uh, it's about an agent goes into an office pitching an act, and then the answer, the punchline is, what do you call that mm-hmm. act, the aristocrats? But that middle section is open to improvisation. You can do whatever you want to describe what that act is. But the game of it is to be as vile and offensive as possible. Sure. That's that's what yeah. it turned into. And uh, the movie is just a document of comics doing that. And through that, all sorts of stuff about comedy and, and creativity and, and culture uh, emerged. Like we knew that it would be. An interesting but we didn't choose the joke because it was the filthiest joke in the world It's right. the only joke that we knew that had a big wide open improv field mm-hmm. that a, you know a lot of comedians know um, the fact that it is plays on what's offensive m- we knew going into it that that would that a lot of interesting shit would emerge sure. through that. sure yeah there's some <laughs>
1: yeah there's some real I, I don't get offended very easily man but uh, <laughs> <laughs> South Park's uh, uh, telling of that joke was, I was like, holy shit.
0: <laughs> uh, I, see it. It. I, I didn't see it because I was too j- j- jealous at the point of my career that every, I st- still am. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody was in it I was like No I ain't
2: going oh, You believe man. I missed it You believe that Oh man Well I, I would love To put to it in it right? your hands man you I, you, I'd love to hear you do A version of it Yeah right yeah. You still no, have I, to that do that was that's... Just me
0: I, I, I was crazy I've always had that en- envy like, You must still have that though
2: Don't you A little bit Yeah Because I have it I think mean, all come kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like him, But I'm not going to see that <laughs> Well I wasn't very tight With you at the time uh, no, I only no. got tight with you In time to get you Into satiristas
0: Yeah that that was gorgeous Which, Of you Which you You've always been behind me. Well,
2: you know, if there's anybody You're that deserves to be in a book about satire and yeah, exactly, of comedy and speaking from the heart, I think it would be Rick Shapiro. So, I never knew that.
0: Oh, hell yeah. My <laughs> folks never spoke to me. Nobody in school never spoke to me. I just had this foul mouth because I had to eat. Yeah, yeah. Dude. So I lived uh, a foul life. We <laughs> all
2: share some common uh, seeds of, of yeah. what it is we do today, and uh, those are yours.
1: Rick, you know what we didn't touch on last time you were here?
2: How did you get into stand-up? Uh, I think it was a work release program.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. It was starting the onion fields. <laughs> 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 That's actually a road story. Uh, well, let's hear that. That's the
1: title of the show.
0: Story. Yeah, I'll tell you that one. I will hear it. Uh, which one? I, 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 Adderall. I know I no, no. I, now I want to tell you both. <laughs> well, we want to hear but, both, uh, I think, right, Paul?
2: The Adderall fields. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, um... We'll trim it down in post.
2: What? We'll trim it down in post. Uh, okay. You do okay. post on this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, uh, We're I didn't talking in front I of a fucking surfboard. You, do you think I do post on this? <laughs> so, in some cases, you don't do post. I got that. I just learned something <laughs> for my podcast. Uh, I was driving to, in North Carolina to go to a gig. It was like 2 a.m. This girl who I haven't seen in tw- 20 years... I was crazy about. She emails me like Facebook and says, "I want to come see you." How are you? We start talking on the phone, and she was—it was nice. She's also a nice friend because my wife's here, and and, and, uh, (laughs) and she was just the cutest, goddamn coolest girl. I was crazy about her. She shows up. I didn't realize, but I knew it. I erased the thought real fast. A tweaker. Oh really? A- and and she shows up from, from and she's dr- dr- driving, and then this truck cut in front, and next thing I know, these cops pull us over. L- long story short, they, 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 they come over the window. They go, "Hey, how are you?" And I was like, Well, wow, this is weird." And I, I said, "Good." He goes, "Yeah, we we ha- 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 headed, you know." And, you know all, but he was really nice, and, but but built. They were all like from br- br- from the cop in br- br- Breaking Bad. Yeah, they we're all bald. Even the black guy was bald, and the FBI vest, FBI looking vest. They had the gun vest on. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" And he goes, "So, so th- 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 things are good. That's nice." Excuse me for a second. And then he comes back. He goes, "So, what do what, 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 what you do?" I said, "I'm a co- comedian." He goes, "You were a little close to that truck. She, she, she was driving, and she starts yelling. He cut me off. He, I said, shut I don't say. And, and he goes." You want to step out of the car? Would that, would that, would that be, be all right with you? Can, can I ask you that? I said, sure. And it's t- t- 2 a.m., pitch black, and there's nothing but a big field. Look, like, That's why I call it the onion field. Right, It's right. big grass, tall grass. He goes, you want to step off the side of the road? And I'm in the field, and these f- flashlights are coming at me. And they go, <laughs> they go... One guy goes, so you're a comedian, huh? I said yeah he goes why don't you do a joke (laughs) and two flashlights shine on me and this big black guy comes over like (laughs) stomping through the woods (laughs) and, and the lights on me I'm like Sure, they, they don't realize. I love performing an, an, anywhere. Are you kidding? I get to do it in a field at two a.m. Uh, the dream spot. Uh, no bookers around. This is perfect. So, so, so I tell them the loudest, angriest joke that ends with really gross, called gutting my wife's vagina, uh, and I'm screaming in their face. after a 10 minute like I swear it was like an 8 minute it went long 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 and they're they're waiting for the bus so I said so, so you gotta come to the house we're gutting my wife's vagina ripping the whole thing down and I'm screaming it Right. putting up a new one it's gonna be gorgeous <laughs> putting in a rollaway couch a pinball machine a full menu a VIP room it's a mess now my wife won't even let me go down and look at it nothing but nails and spackling but sometimes <laughs> I go down there alone I did it to the black guy uh, do some things because he was the biggest Not yeah. that, and black perhaps Uh <laughs> Uh, I like to go down there alone do some thinking, some dreaming, some quiet time. We're also ripping my nuts out. Look at this shorter guy. Putting put in a couple of Glock Desert Storm commemorative pistol. So come on. A, a couple of real smoke wagons. That's Texas talk for smoke wagon. So come around the back of my wife too. We're putting a new sphincter in the kind the kids can play with. So, so come on down to my wife's vagina. Even if you ain't got time, just stick your fucking head in. By the way, gentlemen, if you're looking for a vagina, do what I did. Go American. They're bigger and you can fit the whole family in. <laughs> food court pussy mall mama sports utility vagina and the black guy goes to himself he goes that's funny like no, nobody left but the black guy walks away going that's funny <laughs> so that was the onion field. And then, 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 it turns the, out the black guy they, was they, another know, comic he's my car for drugs <laughs> you know but of course
1: right. Did, was she carry him
0: uh, that was weird I guess not <laughs> she must have been <laughs> so this whole
2: girl she thing was. had nothing to do with the story really just that she was in the car Right. <laughs> All right. I just want to clear that up. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't realize I didn't know it what was coming.
0: All right, hold well, on. Oh, was- well, talk about being concise. I'm too conversational. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, girl always driving. You got to trim the fat, man.
2: Trim
1: the fat on the joke. Trim the fat. Trim the fat. I
0: never, I never liked that expression. Now I do. Now I get it. Now that I'm ma- married, I get normal everyday expressions at work. Instead of like, you know what you should do? <clears throat> You know, from, from, from the cocaine. Were you, were you your, your smoking that chicks? cigarette
1: through your nose? Well, no, like- <laughs> you, you, you,
0: you need to to slap an audience member silly while quoting Anis Nin on a hammock. <laughs> or you're not a comedian. You call yourself a comedian. You know what you should. Do? <laughs> <laughs> the hammock. See, that's a specificity. The, yeah, the it hammock just yeah, changes
2: yeah. everything.
0: Yeah, hammock is hammock is <laughs> great. It's, it's specifics. A good word. Yeah, with toes dangling in a puddle, the shape of Annie's nin. That's what I said one time. Nice. Wow.
1: Well, that opens up a whole get, the whole uh, section of, of the road show ca- called uh, the weirdest place you've ever performed. Paul, can you beat an onion field?
2: Being being can beat an, an onion field on the side of the road with three cops. Three cops. It. But I, I did right. have a cop incident when I, I used to have a show. Uh, I'm like the Milton Berle of Comedy Central, except nobody gives me any any props for it. Right. Uh, when I started doing this show, when it was Ha. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah,
1: yeah, and then, yeah. And
2: then it became Comedy Central when they merged with the HBO Comedy Channel um uh but it was myself and um john stewart mm-hmm. did sit down stand up and alan havey did up on oh, uh, yeah, yeah. my show was comics only which and was and did marin have short attention
1: span or something he, like uh, that he did short attention yeah, span yeah, yeah, for a while yeah, yeah, they,
2: yeah. Had, they, they had they ho- had um, changed hosts every couple of years oh, okay. um, uh, but um so when i was doing that show um uh, wait, I forgot what I was talking about. Cops. I am sitting so close to wait. Rick Shapiro. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, we we used to do a lot of video pieces and roll ends, and and, mm-hmm. and basically all our sketches were were kind of clips that we rolled. And uh, we, we did this one thing. I don't remember what the sketch was, but it involved us standing on the corner of Fairfax and Melrose with uh, shotguns. <laughs> and (laughs) and oh the cops got involved well here's all that coming (laughs) here's the thing we never really bothered to get permits for anything so we were on the street corner just trying to just trying to ninja some some of these shots Mm -hmm. well apparently somebody saw us didn't know what was going on how would they and uh all of a sudden, man, three, four cop cars just converged and just the cops came out, guns drawn, shit. on the ground, on the ground, on the ground, drop the weapon, on the ground. I mean, like really horrifying shit. And, uh, you know, I dropped the thing and I'm on the ground and I'm with the, the producer of the show, um, Jerry Kramer, uh, and we're both on the ground. And he is laughing his ass <laughs> off. He thinks this is the funniest thing in the world. I've got a shotgun to the back of my Ooh, head. Oh my God. I'm on the ground with a cop's foot on my back and a shotgun up against the back of my skull, trying to explain how funny it is that we were doing this. (laughs) Uh, It was really horrifying. This is the coolest, this this goes from horrifying to hilarious for me. All of a sudden it turns out one of the guys, Pick Jerry up and he's Mm going to talk to them, right? So one of them's got his hands behind the back. I think they cuffed him to have this conversation with him. He explains what they're doing. But, you know, they take him off to the side so we can't hear what he's saying. And um, uh, I guess he explained everything. But one of the cops actually recognized me. And they thought it would be really funny to play this out to play a joke on me. Oh, really? And it just got worse and worse and worse. I was really, really scared that I was gonna get my head blown off. Right, right. Until they pulled the rug out from under it. And uh, and then it was like, oh, that's really funny, you guys. I need to change my pants yeah. now. <laughs> it was the scariest. What they do? Wait, wait,
0: wait! wait. You have an
2: example? Yeah, you
0: got a gun. It's it's a comic's dream to have a gun to the back of his head while he's telling jokes. All of a sudden, you know, (laughs) it would get all
2: quiet, and the guy would go, "You think that's funny?" And then he would cock it. What? You know? Oh man! Holy shit! I'm telling you, I was horrified. I really thought I'm going to get killed, and and I know how it's going to read in the papers. I know how it's going to read. Lunatics. Shot and killed in shooting spree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Fairfax it's and beautiful. Melrose. I was so horrified. Wow! Didn't hear
0: a click. Why are you telling a joke? Yeah, yeah. And you, and there are so many other things where I'm like, like no. afraid. of on stage. Like, <laughs> I hope it works. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is my hand sh- 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 shaking? I am <laughs> Ignoring that side of the room, but there's a gun on the side of the head. <laughs> I want to
2: go. You know, a simple "you suck" would do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 I was. Re- I was so scared. man. That's intense. And, and I, and I it was like, you know, well, I, I'm. So, I. I could die for my art on a cable yeah. channel that nobody's ever heard, <laughs> heard of. It's <laughs> only on about 10% of the cable companies in America at the time. Yeah. That's insane. Which man. would suck. It'd be different if it was network. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, come but, on. You and know. probably union yeah, but at that you, point. You can have that dream. Mine is going to end the way you said. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, do you ever take off when you're in New York? Do you ever do those outs,
1: outside satellite rooms in Jersey and Connecticut and yeah. 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 Oh, all those places? Yeah, I did loads of those. Yeah. I do, a
2: lot. Were there a lot? Well, back in the late 70s and early 80s. Do you remember Ron Richards? comedian named Ron Richards? He used to write a lot with Rich Hall. Uh, They did a couple of pilots together. Rich Hall specials Ron wrote on. And he ended up actually writing on Comics Only for a while. Uh, Really funny, interesting guy. Uh Uh, He was one of the first people before the comedy boom like in the wow. late 70s and early 80s, before there was a comedy club everywhere, he went and made a deal with like some, like, like um, there was a, a chain of like steakhouses called the Ground Round. Oh, yeah. They, they were, were all the over around. Jersey and Connecticut and New York State. You had peanut shells on the floor. Peanut shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they had big yeah. buckets of peanut on, uh, peanuts on every table. And um, and he just made a deal with them to put stand up in the back rooms of, this, really? of these places. And he like one every night for five nights. And we all used to convene at the improv in New York. Mm -hmm. and, And one of the comics who drove would take us to this place in Jersey, that place in Long Island, et cetera, et cetera. That's actually how I got some of my first professional stage time was because I had a car. Oh, <laughs> and I could drive everybody out. Wow. I mean, I remember even going, "Look, can you do a tight 15 And when I could do a loose five, right. and he went, you got the gig. Oh, Just awesome. Be there at you know six o'clock and schlep everybody out there. Yeah,
0: it's, it's weird. I I'm, I'm still looking for guys with cars. I'm I'm Tell them their jokes are great. <laughs> You see, I
1: get a lot of young comics listening to this show, and somebody just emailed me the other day saying, "I love the tips that I get on this show." So there you go. If you don't have a car, buy one. You'll get, you get as get much car. stage time as you can. Get a
2: car. Yeah. You can get to some, you get, to some uh, <laughs> get some crap gigs. <laughs> and if a guy
0: says he likes your joke once, he means it. If he says if he says it twice, like uh, that one joke, that one joke, he's lying to you. <laughs>
2: If he says it three times, he'll be doing it on SNL.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. If you have a car, you have to know know these things. If he says it three times, and if he puts his arm around you, that means he's making a movie out of it. But I mean,
2: mean, my very early, like the first year or two that I was doing Uh stand-up, I was on bills with Jerry Seinfeld, Paul Reiser, uh, Carol Leifer, Larry Miller, because I had a car. (laughs)
1: I guess that's the thing with New York, since you don't need a car, you can't get out to those Mystic
0: Connecticut gigs. Well, there's always a group of guys, and they, they, they want a whole bill. Mystic Connecticut? <laughs> M- Mystic, R- River. <laughs> Mystic River. Mystic <laughs> River. That's where the wife gives a comic the speech, you're a king. You're a king. Oh, That's, that's from Mystic River. Does your wife do that? Should she she you actually has to now, because this. <laughs> Parking, perky stone shit, shit. I,
2: I, I, i'm not used how to it. it how is it affecting your life any differently than before because you were always fucked up i mean you had health problems for so long right you had so many things you were dealing with i didn't and know I had health problems. problems i had mental problems well, mental i consider health. that I mean, part I mean, of health <laughs> calling me crazy
0: i was on medication you know
2: i didn't have f- 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 yeah so how, so so how different so how different is your life well, now that you have Parkinson's, from the way it's well, been.
0: Well, I've had to learn about p- patients. Like, long story short, isn't that bad to say on a podcast? Well, that's long, long story short, the podcast. It's not, it's not that bad to say because you said it five times. Okay, I did. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, there's Sometimes there's pain. Well, were you
2: talking about patients? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're well, learning patience just uh, uh, trying to get you to finish a sentence.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I was doing... It's arduous. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 was, I was doing two, three shows a night in New York or four shows or more. Mm-hmm. And then I came out here and it was hard enough to get used to four shows a week if you knew anybody or and the way I work. And then... Um, and then...
2: I'm sorry. So no That's difference. Right. It's absolutely so no, difference. no difference since he's gotten parking. You can't. You can't get pa-
0: pa- pa- Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, so 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 I was in the hospital for four months. Then I was sick for eight months. So I had to t- ask her every day, "Am I still a comedian?" I uh-huh. had no validation. I had no life. I had no apartment. I I I didn't have a home. I didn't know you're supposed to tell yourself all this right. crap. Sure. Uh, so I'm very you know needy for her. Like, am I a comic? Am I still a comic? Do people
2: you know? We had this conversation in Edinburgh. We did last year in Edinburgh we had this conversation yeah but you were oh, i was you really were sick back then you too. were you were really sick you you i think you were recovering basically. yeah i was recovering i was oh, yeah. performing um, one and night and the...
0: going right to sleep before and after it was all yeah mm-hmm. and you
2: were having uh the existential crisis and yeah uh, i remember spending an afternoon with you guys at that crazy cool ass flat you had that, yeah. that attic and yeah. garret yeah. of a flat <laughs> um um they dress it up nice but it's and, and you were talking about like you know I don't know if I can keep doing these shows here and all that sort of stuff yeah I was, yeah, like, you I was know. having
0: trouble walking on stage oh wow I, it freaked me out it freaked, and I don't like going not feeling well and now it's part of it just right now is you, once I'm on stage I'm fine once I'm out and hanging out mm-hmm. I'm fine but when I'm alone my tongue's stuck to the roof of my mouth I'm like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like, I, I don't know what uh, my friend who has it, his girlfriend said, and they all say you got to have a sk- schedule, but I never was a comic with a schedule. Right. Like, now I go like, I want to be a hospital orderly because it's not, n- nine to five. You run, run in, you keep everybody in a good mood. you like, want applesauce? I'm going to get you a turkey sandwich. And, <laughs> and your whole day is done. That's a good way to deal with Parkinson's. But as a comic, <laughs> as soon as you start to think, you're like, you, you drift, you get ideas, and, yeah. you, and then all of a sudden fatigue comes, and you go, oh, write it down later. Yeah. that's part, 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 And really, you got to write it down. Like last night, I said, you got to write this shit. But the great thing is, man, you, you didn't let that, and you're not letting that
2: take over you're pushing through we were talking we were talking in Edinburgh I go to see these guys and I hadn't seen Rick sure. since his diagnosis I hadn't seen him in quite a while at yeah. that point yeah, yeah. Uh, well it was that's right it was before the diagnosis when you were yeah. dealing with what what your body was going yeah. through without even knowing what it was yeah yeah yeah. and I hadn't seen you in a while so I go to go to these guys flat and and, and we're talking and he's doing all that you know am I a comic am I, yeah, am yeah, I yeah. still a comic am I a comic anymore meanwhile yeah. in that conversation I, I'm like dying, he's so funny, right, just sure. talking to me. And I'm like, what the fuck are you asking me this for? You're a comic. You should just be selling tickets to chats with you in this flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And um and it was oh, a very interesting. interesting review. Uh Kate Copstick gave you a really beautiful review, right? It was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You know, there you were say? there were a lot of reviewers and a lot of bloggers who sure. who, who critique shows in Edinburgh now. And uh you know uh they were like well rick is rick is you know he's recovering from a heart attack and he's off his game and this is a show that's uncomfortable to watch and this and that and this and that and you know maybe rick shouldn't be performing here this year all that kind of stuff that you go like all right okay i get those opinions i get yeah. it. but then kate copstick uh came out with this review that basically said it is a privilege to see Rick Shapiro do these shows here. You are seeing the purest, most honest, intimate, personal, and vulnerable stand up comedy you'll ever see in your life. Mm. If you go and see Rick, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it, she was just saying, like this, wow. you are watching a comedian trying to come back from an illness and recover and become the man he was. Mm. And it's absolutely, a, a, the, I think she said it's a gift wow. that he's doing these shows. And, it was mm. so great. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, you don't remember that. I just kept you don't remember the good stuff, do you? You don't remember the negatives, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, I i got a great road story for you that plays right into that. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Okay, an amazing gig. Yeah? The University of Florida Gator Growl. <laughs> the yeah. Gator Growl, yeah. The Gator Growl is a U of, U of Florida homecoming uh, mm-hmm. weekend. And they do, believe it or not, a comedy show. In the football stadium. Mm, It's estimates from 90 to 100,000 people in this stadium. And I first get calls. I I can tell you, I I, I looked this up recently to to clarify the date. It was
1: 1990.
2: Mm -hmm. And uh, I get this offer for this gig. And it's a co-bill with me and Jeff Foxworthy. Okay. This is before Jeff Foxworthy really took off, and the two of us were at about the same level. And they started doing these double bills. I'm like, get the fuck bu- a stadium, hundred thousand people. What? Yeah. And they go like, yeah. no, they do it every year. And like some of the people they've had in the past were Bill Cosby, Bob Hope, you know, like these huge mm-hmm. names, but skewing much older. And uh, they said over the past couple of years they started bringing in younger comics because as the crowd has gotten younger. And it's a great gig and everybody loves doing it. Sure. You gotta go do this. I'm like, okay. So I go and do this thing. It's ridiculous. Re- ridiculous a gig it's the craziest gig we show up there's a press conference all the media in town and all the you know a lot of sports media and 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 we're doing a press conference and then the mayor comes in and gives us the key to the city and and <laughs> it's I mean like seriously like crazy we, we've got like you know entourages taking us yeah, to yeah. all these events and everything and Jeff and I are looking at each other going I don't know what do you I don't know we're both <laughs> like nervous as hell because we know what's coming up Sure. So, Night of the Gig comes. I cannot believe it. You know, it's a state. First of all, rarely does a comic get to play a, an audience that size. Right. So, it was, we both knew it was a one off. Well, it may not have been for Jeff Fox, yeah, yeah, right. but we presumed that it was a one off. And, you know, I mean, this is like, this is Bruce Springsteen time. You know? Sure, sure. We just nervous wrecks. Diamond Vision screens the whole deal, mm-hmm. the whole floor seating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, listen, it was crazy. And we did a coin toss to see who was going to open and who was going to close. So I open, and I go out there, and it is the most amazing experience because the delay between when you do a joke and when it reaches the end of the stadium, <laughs> right, and then the then the response comes back and reaches you. It's not like a, a feedback, like a little bit of a reverb. Yeah, yeah. It's like five seconds. Right. And it was so trippy trying to time it and trying to figure <laughs> out what was going on. There's so much going on that actually served to distract from the fact that I didn't even know if I was doing well. Right, you know? yeah. And then I finally get the hang of that, which is unbelievable. I'll never forget it. It was like a completely surreal experience. And I realized, I'm doing, I'm doing really great. It's like, I'm really doing great. I finish up my set. It's about forty minutes, and uh, I come off stage, and Jeff Foxworthy is standing by the stairs leading up to the stage, vomiting. Oh! Wow. And I go, Jeff, relax. It's so th- this crowd is amazing. It's great. You'll you'll have a great time. You'll kill him, Yeah. Uh, and he gets up, does his thing, absolutely destroys come off and the two of us are like we'd just been through you know we're shell-shocked right. by what happened and uh we're sitting in the limo that they gave us yes. uh, going back to the thing and he was like that was incredible i'm like i have never it's amazing it's amazing and then he goes but did you hear that guy and i went 50 yard line left side he <laughs> went yes a uh, hundred thousand people in the stadium. The both of us could pick out the one guy who goes, "You suck." Uh, oh, that's, that's What does awesome. that tell you about it's comedians? Huge. That is amazing. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear that one guy 50, around the
1: fifty-yard yeah. line on the left side, right? Because yeah, yeah. That suck. is what it's all about.
2: It's like right ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine <laughs> people enjoying it, but <laughs> the two of us. People. That's and amazing.
0: You know, the one guy in the fifty-yard line.
2: That's
1: awesome. Man, guys, thank you so much for coming out today. I, r- I really appreciate it. Thanks for having what's, me, What's What's next well, for Rick Shapiro? Uh, Adderall. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> but he switched to the main course of the Adderall, not the salad.
0: Oh, the Connecticut Comedy Festival.
1: Okay. Oh, oh festival.
2: Dave Chappelle loves work in Connecticut. Yeah,
1: yeah. Go by Hartford. I hear yeah. they're a great, a great crowd audience. crowd for
0: you. Yeah, yeah. Warm-hearted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Warm-hearted yotters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> More <laughs> <yarders. I> <laughs> <mean> Yacht Vodka. <bike. laughs> so we got Here's
0: Connecticut. Called yacht, uh, Connecticut, uh, and then some other stuff.
2: Oh, San Francisco. Oh, you doing comedy day? Yeah, yeah. Man, yes. I wish I could be there awesome. for that. Rick Shapiro at comedy day. That is going to be priceless, man. They're going to stretch it to comedy weekend. Yeah. I, <laughs> you have to work clean, huh?
0: Just, I figure I'll walk a few strollers Open with the <laughs> vagina <laughs>
2: Vagina renovation bit Open with that
0: Yeah, I'll open with that I'll yeah. say it's in the, I, I, And I'll say I support the troops After every joke
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome uh, Website I know you're Rick
2: Shapiro At Rick Shapiro on Twitter Yeah, Rick Shapiro TV Rick, Rick Shapiro,
0: Rick Shapiro dot TV? TV Awesome she knows It's everybody. at Rick
2: Shapiro TV on, on Twitter though, right? There's no dot or in it there Rick Shapiro TV. There's no dot on Twitter Okay No
0: doubt on Twitter And buy the book Unfiltered Unfiltered That's the title Of
2: my new album No doubt on Twitter
0: <laughs> Good Mine's Tinder Tumblr Tumblr Tinder Because <laughs> I have No mind anymore
1: <laughs>
2: I it a Target uh, <laughs> Parkingsters Paul what's next yeah. For Paul Provenza <coughs> Um Be it um just for laughs, Toronto awesome wow. with Setlist. Excellent. Wow. Great shows lined up there, man. Incredible people. We're gonna be doing the New York Comedy Festival with Setlist. I'm basically awesome. doing Setlist right now all around the great. world, which is cool. It's so and we've hot got right some now. more new episodes on the Nerdist channel coming up. Awesome. Uh there's about twenty of them up there up there now. Excellent. Uh check those out.
1: That's and, great. Uh, and speaking of nerdists, I forgot to say thanks to Chris for letting me record in, his, uh, in the Nerd Melt Theater the last few episodes. So thanks a lot, uh, Chris. Isn't that space great? It's such a great space. Wow, I
0: envy both you guys now.
2: That's great. You can record in that I space. I love that space. <laughs> it is. It's a good space. Uh, hey, yeah, listen. It's one of those places that feels subversive. Yeah, it yeah. yeah like you're yeah. in a little clubhouse that, you know, no adults allowed. <laughs> and it just, yeah, and it's it awesome. You can kind of just feel like the, the energy, the creative you know energy I, in there. You know, you know what else I love about it? No alcohol. That's true. They're not really? selling anything. That's true. They're there just to see comedy. You're yeah, not yeah. Pushing drinks, right. you're not pushing other. They sell sodas if you get thirsty. That's it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, we recorded on Monday and I just got back into town and when I got there, the, the pot, the I had the studio. Somebody was recording in the green room. Somebody was recording. It. I mean, it's just this constant creative. It's and so it's cool. just Cycling stuff through. I, I love it. it. Chris has got and a really understated good thing over there it too. It's a real little hub. Oh yeah. It's understated. Oh yeah. The back of a comic book store. Yeah, awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Well, listen, uh, guys, thank Thanks you so much. Jamie, it's great seeing you. Uh, We got T-shirts in the store. Um, I owe you guys a T-shirt. I can't get to it because of construction, but I promise uh, I'll get How many times it, have you. we heard this story, Rick? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. How, many, so, how many
2: T-shirts we owed but construction got in the way? Because of construction. Yeah. 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 Can't always get on the 405 to pick the T-shirts up. Oh, no, there's construction in a T-shirt room right now. My wife's <laughs> vagina has the T-shirts in yeah, it, but that's yeah. being reconstructed. It's <laughs> so always the same story.
1: But I just like to go down there and stick my head in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's it and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, LA Podcast Festival you coming You have Road Stories Adderall, <laughs> just, that's, my, that's, my Adderall. Yeah. That's, that's my swag That's
0: how everybody ends up on the road <laughs> <laughs> Being chased by flashlights We
1: gotta ship it through Canada though To avoid the FDA No, 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 it's okay no? Is it okay now?
0: Yeah, just do it okay. Just send me whatever you got All
1: right. And perfect time to wrap
0: this oh up Oh my god, the Mexican Christ. food
1: Good night <laughs> You guys, thank you so much We'll talk to you soon
0: <laughs> You wanna know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, kettle flights, running with the and runs and Blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow
1: more, missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church, And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon